I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. On today's Fantasy Baseball 15, we'll complete our team previews with a look at the Oakland A's. Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. I have not had uh, three co-brews yet. It works great in a fantasy league. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Saturday, March 13th. I'm Al Melker. I am joined here by Michael Beller. And Michael, it was so important for us to uh, get the 30th and final team preview in. We're here on the weekend. Yeah, right. I mean, we just got to, we want to get this in. We're, 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 you know, the team preview series has been fun, but we are ready to tie a bow on it. Opening day is just a couple of weeks away. We're ready to turn the page, get the new news in, and get everything started. But uh, 30th team is last, certainly not least. I talked with the, about the Pirates and the Orioles with you, so I can safely say the A's are definitely not the least of our teams from a fantasy perspective. Ah, throwing shade on the final team preview. Now, we're not we're not the first, and we won't be the last, though. <laughs> so, ironic as it is, uh, the 30th and final team preview, and we're starting at the top of the alphabet with the A's, the Oakland A's, and with us here to help break down the team roster and the fantasy implications is Alex Coffey, the beat writer, or one of our beat writers who covers the A's for The Athletic. So, uh, Alex, thank you so much for dropping in and helping us wrap up the series. Yeah, no problem, guys. All right, so uh, we'll start with the lineup, and we'll start with the top of the lineup uh, because there was a report that uh, stated that Mark Canna might be the leadoff hitter. He certainly got the on-base skills to to pull that off. Uh, but what what are you hearing about that, and when there might be a decision, and if there will be a single person? Would it be Canna? Would it be Ramon Laureano? Or is it just up for grabs? I'd say right now it's up for grabs. Um, they've been really hesitant to commit to anyone in any specific role. And I'm not even just talking about lineup, you know, um, when it comes to not to go completely off base, but when it comes to like AJ Puck, they haven't committed to whether they're going to use him as a reliever or a starter yet. You know, right now at this stage in spring training, everything is kind of in play it by ear mode. Um, and we all know that the A's love matchups and getting creative with stuff. So, um, my guess is it wouldn't be one, one guy, but some names that have been thrown out there are Ramon Laureano, um, Elvis Andrews, um, uh, Mark Hanna, like you said. Um, so there are a lot of different candidates that they're looking at right now. But um, but I'd say they're, they're still probably a ways away from making a decision. All right. And how is the catcher position shaping up? And specifically, how is Sean Murphy doing? Because uh, we were all very surprised to hear about the uh, offseason issue he had with his collapsed lung. So what's the latest there? Yeah, um, they're taking it really slow with him. Um, uh, it was funny when when the collapsed lung thing happened. Uh, actually, funny is the wrong word. I shouldn't say anything about that situation. It's funny, but um, it, he said that it sounded a lot worse than it did. It was something that happened when he was um, 
asleep actually uh and he, he doesn't really understand what led up to it he said he might have like coughed the wrong way or, or something when he was sleeping <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing um but um but he had two procedures two surgeries to address it and they don't think it's going to be a, a problem um fingers crossed moving forward so right now they're just trying to like ease him um you know ease him back. Uh, they're not, they're taking their time with that. Um, so he hasn't appeared in any games yet. Um, it's been all, uh, their backup, the, the guys that they have at backup catcher, um, Francisco Pena, um, Austin Allen, um, Aramis Garcia, who right now I think is probably the front runner to take that spot. He's really impressed them with his pitch framing. Um, and he was actually, kind of pegged as a hit first guy originally and then developed his pitch framing skills and upped his defense later in his career. Um, so he, he can contribute in those two ways. Um, whereas Austin Allen is more of a hit first guy. So I'd say right now, um, Garcia probably has the edge. Um, and, and like I said, they're getting a ton of playing time because Murphy is still kind of, uh, you know, being eased back into, in a place where he can, he can play in games. So that's the latest with that. I can definitely uh, sympathize with him here, Alex. I'm uh, in my mid-30s, and I swear I've, uh, I did something in my sleep, and now for the last couple of weeks, every time I sneeze, my back hurts a little bit. So I, I get it. I didn't get to do the whole Major League Baseball catcher thing, but uh, definitely brighter days ahead for Sean Murphy. Let's throw things over into the rotation and take a look at Jesus Luzardo. This was someone who we were very excited about last year. There was some good, there was some bad. Would have been great to see him for a full 162 and a full, you know, 30 start season uh, in his first major league season and first full major league season. We didn't get that. We're going to get something along those lines for him this season. Uh, Projection systems that we look at in the fantasy world, very optimistic about Jesus Luzardo taking a big step forward and a lot of the good from last year holding on and some of the bad fading away. Is the optimism surrounding him warranted? I'd say so. I mean, he's looked absolutely um, lights out so far in spring training. And again, with the caveat that it, it is spring training and mm -hmm. <laughs> we can't read into that stuff too, too much. Um, but he'll do ridiculous things like, you know, throw a 97 mile per hour fastball and follow it up with a 65 mile per hour curveball, you know? <laughs> um, so, which he refers to as a turkey sub. I think that's what he calls that pitch. Um, I wasn't there for that. I was off that day, but apparently that's what he's calling it. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah. So, um, he said this past off season, he was, uh, trying to work on fastball command, um, uh, working on, he felt like he had lost his slider a little bit. Um, and I actually talked to him and Puck about this. They are roommates in the off season and roommates in spring training. And he said that Puck has actually helped, um, give him some advice on like helping him with his slider. Um, so he feels like he's found it again and he's been using that in spring training games. Um, so, and also like working on his, he felt like there were a couple of mental hurdles that he had to you know, a little bit of like confidence issues that came last season, um, you know, which I think can probably be chalked up to him being really young. <laughs> He's it's kind of easy to forget how young he is, um, you know, um, early 20s still. So. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, there there definitely is reason for optimism in in 2021. And uh, Bob Melvin has flat out said that he sees him as like a 
you know, top of the line starter at some point. It's just kind of a matter of a matter of time, you know. So the bar is high. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, another guy who has been a top of the line starter at least for a good chunk of a season in this Oakland rotation, and it's Frankie Montes. It's been a, a bit of a roller coaster ride for Montes over the last couple of seasons. The highs of early 2019, then having the suspension, then 2020, a season where he struck out a lot of batters, but also had more than his fair stra- fair share of struggles. Excuse me, in ERA sitting at 5.6 across his 53 innings last season. Then this spring, he gets a COVID-19 positive, so he has had an uneven spring, hasn't been able to be there uh, in the way that we would expect him to be if he were fully healthy. Where does Montes stand now that we're just a couple of weeks out from opening day? Well, Montes um, tested positive for COVID-19 a little bit before camp opened up, so Mm -hmm. he's been on a different um, timeline. Like, they've had to kind of, you know, he's not, he's a little bit behind the other starters right now. Um... But he is supposed to um, – his first start is scheduled for Sunday, so it looks like um, he's he's getting, you know, catching up to them. Um, you know, and, and as far as, um, you know, expectations for 2021, um, he seems to definitely be in a better place health-wise. Um, he had, like, a couple of issues last season, you know, like lingering neck issues and back issues. Um and if you look at his splits, I don't have them in front of me, but if you look at his splits from the first half of that season, um, first half of 2020 and the second half of 2020, they're really uh, glaring. I think the first half he was somewhere in like the one or two ERA range. I'm just saying this off the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second half he was somewhere in like the six, seven, eight, I think. Um, again, just off the top of my head. But it was a pretty big um, – disparity so it's clear that you know whatever was troubling him um was you know having a pretty sizable impact so so i think that a healthy montas will definitely you know serve them well in 2021 i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, moving from the rotation to the bullpen, it seems like it's uh, fairly set up in terms of the roles with the acquisition of Trevor Rosenthal, uh, but he did recently sustain a strained groin. So what is his status currently, and is there any concern about him and his readiness for opening day? Um, No concern right now. Um, He's supposed to uh, throw to hitters again in the next couple of days. Um, It doesn't seem like they think he's going to need much time to get back to, you know, get back to full health. Um, so I don't think that there's much as, as much concern there. What I would be focusing on, um, you know, I guess concern might be the wrong word, but fires, um, is having a little bit of a back issue. Um, that was reported a couple of days ago, Mike fires. Um, they have been kind of sketchy as far as like what exactly is going on. My guess would be something kind of like a spasm, um, you know, but it isn't really clear, whether he's going to be ready for opening day, which could obviously open up a spot for um, some of their, you know, pitching depth, maybe like a James Caprillion or a Dalton Jeffries, um, Parker Dunchy, um, some of their like AAA 
caliber guys um, that, you know, might otherwise be, you know, vying for like a bullpen spot. They might be able to um, be slotted in there or puck, you know, if, depending on how he's he's doing health wise and um, whether they see him in that role. Like I said, they've been kind of uh, hesitant to commit to anything. So so lots of possibilities there. This is uh, an A's team, right? You, uh, you know, you, the years change, but it's always an interesting bullpen, and we're going to have that again this year, really, no matter how those roles shake out. And that is where we want to end this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15, is looking at some of those roles, and specifically a couple of those minor league guys you mentioned, Dalton Jeffries, Parker Dunchy, very exciting prospects coming up through Oakland system. Uh, is there a realistic shot? And let's just take the the fires and injury out of it. Let's take AJ Puck out of it. Do either of these guys get their way into the rotation on merit and merit alone this season? I think that, you know, if I were to guess, I'd say that there's like one spot open for them. Um, like one spot for these, I kind of classify them all as like the young bullpen like the guy, the younger guys vying for the bullpen, mm-hmm. which is probably not the best. I've got to work on my terminology there. Um, <laughs> it's spring for everyone, yeah. Alex. It's still spring for everyone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like high uniform number slash young. <laughs> no, I, I'm not that discriminatory. Um, so, um, you know, I, I think that there's probably one spot for those guys. It's really funny because it changed in the span of like five days. They made all these uh, all these moves, these flurry of moves after the Elvis Andrews, Chris Davis trade that they got um, 13.5 million back from the Rangers in that deal. And then they used it to like, you know, re-sign Petit and uh, sign Sergio Romo and um, obviously Trevor Rosenthal too. So like they've, you know, really the, the bullpen, it looked like it was going to skew really young and obviously create more opportunities for those types of players. But now, um, the way I see it is it's probably going to be one spot. Um, and I think that Jeffries has the edge right now. Um, he's had a really, really great spring. Um, they've been really impressed with what they're seeing from him. And it seems like he's made some um, good fixes on his breaking ball. That's that's one point of emphasis that Melvin has talked about a couple of times. Um, you know, just working on that one pitch. Um, and it seems like they like what they're seeing so far. So, so I would say if there's one of the those younger uh, pitching prospects that might have the edge, it'd probably be him. All right. Well, Dalton Jeffries, another name to uh, pencil into your list for the possible uh, pro- possible late round grab. So uh, great stuff there. Uh, so on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode and this entire series of team previews here on Fantasy Baseball in 15. If you're enjoying this podcast on a platform that allows you to leave a rating and review, we always do appreciate it when you take the time to do that. And also be sure to fill out our listener survey. Just click on the link provided in the show notes. So Alex, thank you so much. Great way to end up the series here and uh, best of luck this year. Yeah, sure thing, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, well, our pleasure. Absolutely. So for Alex Coffey and for Michael Beller, I'm Al Melkier, and we'll be right back here on Monday. Mm-hmm.